Do you think that self-care is just something you need to squeeze in on the evenings and weekends? Today on Happier Music Teacher, we're going to talk about seven easy ways to practice self-care during the school day. Hi, and welcome to Happier Music Teacher. Are you a music teacher who has no time, no voice, and you kind of need to pee? I'm Beth Duhon. I'm a Christian, wife, mother, musician, and former stressed hot mess music teacher. I've been there. Join me every week as we work on easy micro actions so that you can be a happier music teacher. When we feel like we're drowning at home and at school, which let's face it, is most of the time, it's easy to tell ourselves a lie that we can't take care of ourselves. Or if we do, it's too expensive, it's for other people, it's selfish. And I really want to um, push against that mindset and help you out today with seven easy ways to practice self-care during the school day. I have to be honest, there's a little bit of a rebellious streak in me. Those of you who know me think there might be a lot of a rebellious streak in me. And I love the feeling of being on the clock and taking care of myself. I think that's winning. And I think doing so actually makes me a better teacher for my students, not worse. Let's dig in. Action number one, and I love this one, is pick one friend to have lunch with and maybe set it up. You don't have to tackle all of these. Just see which ones might strike your fancy, seem easy, seem fun, and try one this week. The first one is one of my favorites, and it's pick one friend to have lunch with. I don't know about you, but sometimes the teacher's lounge was really not my jam. Uh, a little gossipy, a little stinky from too many lean cuisines being heated up at the same time, a little negative, and I just didn't enjoy it. And as an introvert, it was too much for me sometimes. What I did almost always enjoy when I had someone on the staff that I enjoyed being around to invite them to go to lunch with you, but in your classroom. Take your tray lunch, take your pack lunch, take your takeout, whatever you're eating that day, and find a special place to eat together. It might be outside of this picnic table. It might be in your classroom. It might be in the art room with the tables. But that way, you can have an actual conversation with someone else that you enjoy um, in a semi-private place and lift each other up instead of getting dragged down in the lounge. Try it that this week and let me know how it works for you. If you really want to get next level with this, I always love this at the beginning of the year, we would have a little bit longer lunch for staff development days, like an hour, which for normal people is no big deal, but for a teacher, it feels like an eternity. There is a restaurant near my campus, so I would meet friends who are not teacher friends. I would have them order ahead for me. I'd be very cognizant at the time, and we would eat lunch together during that time. Now, nothing against my team, but it was so good to see one of my close personal friends during that time. I looked forward to it in the morning. I looked forward to it during the lunch. And then I was on a high all afternoon because I got to spend time and get lifted up by spending time with my friend. A second idea is to take your conference period and your laptop outside. There's just something about a change of scenery that's so good for your soul. I'd tell my team leader, I'd tell the front office, I'd grab my laptop and I'd work outside. It was so nice to be lesson planning in the fresh air and the sunshine instead of the dark, windowless room that I had been in for six hours already. Think about doing that and see how it works for you. Number three is instead of getting on your phone between classes or checking your work email, scrolling social media, I want you to stretch. I think stretching is a win because it is highly likely that something you see on social media might make you angry or upset. If you check your work email, will you really have time to respond to it properly? No, so why bother? But I imagine there's something that happened during that class period that might have stressed you out. Just a crazy guess. So instead, 
Nothing crazy, I don't think we're talking about full yoga routines here, but do some simple stretches that you could have between classes during those few minutes to catch your breath. Hopefully you do have those few minutes between classes. If not, I really hope you'll advocate for that. I think it's essential so that you can get reset. Anything else you're gonna do, I think is gonna stress you out more. And this is one that's actually gonna make you more relaxed during that time. Get the tension out of your neck and your shoulders and your back by gently stretching. And all those little breaks, maybe just 30 seconds at a time between classes, by the end of the day have added up for you. Number four, look at your happy notes. Or if you don't have that, create a file. Every time someone sent me a kind email about a performance or a student created a piece of artwork for me or I had some sweet things from my son when he was little, I would save them in a file. And in case of a bad day, or on any average day, I would pull them out and look at them and it always made me smile. If you don't have that, start to curate it. Every time someone sends you a thank you note, um, a complimentary card, some little sweet artwork or flowers from a student, start to save those in one place or maybe a file on your computer and look at them in case of emergency. I guarantee your mood will be lifted. This is a little different. It might not be for you. Number five, you're going to eat lunch with the kids in the cafeteria. Not all the time. But occasionally, you will feel like a rock star and your mood will be lifted. Now, for us introverts, that is a stretch. It does take a little bit of energy, but they are so happy and excited to see you, so happy and excited to share. They didn't realize that you're a person who is outside the music room. So when you appear in their cafeteria, they are crazy excited to see you. Number six, if you are fortunate enough to have your mom like I am, call your mom during your lunch. I did this a few times during the pandemic, and it was the best thing ever. There is something soothing about taking care of yourself by calling the person who loves you more than anybody in the world and getting some encouragement and some kind words. You know that you're going to get lifted up. You know that it's appreciated to speak to them. And like I said, it's probably a gesture that most of us aren't doing enough if you're like me. Take the time. Call your mom. Finally, I want you to take a sensory break. I don't think just sensory breaks are for kids or, pe or for people with sensory issues. I think it is for all of us. So here's a few ideas for different senses you might enjoy. This might make you look like a weirdo, but go with me. Close your door and put on a good smelling lotion on your hands. And just take a second to enjoy the fragrance. Take a second to enjoy the quiet. Take a second that you're doing something little for you. Another idea, like I said, this is a rebellious one. Chew your favorite gum. If you're not bold enough to do it during your class, I get it, although it really is good for your vocal health by moisturizing your cords. Chew some gum during your conference period or your break. The smell is good. It's a tension reliever. It feels a little bit naughty chewing gum at school. Try it and let me know what you think about it. Finally, set a timer and breathe. Especially during your conference period, I think we're so anxious to run and get a million things done. That's a finite amount of time, and sometimes the single best thing we can do for ourselves in that limited amount of time is take care of ourselves. And one of the most neglected ways to taking care of ourselves is breathing. Now, if you're like me, if you're like most of the people I talk to in conferences, hearing, being told to breathe just makes us roll our eyes. We've heard it all before, but we don't do it. I want you to actually take the time and the energy and slowly and comfortably breathe. It doesn't have to be rhythmic. I'm a horn player. I guarantee you it is not rhythmic, but it should feel restorative. And start slow. Maybe you start with 30 seconds of breathing at the beginning of your plan time. That's 30 seconds more than you were doing before. I hope these seven tips help you. And just to recap, let's go over them again. Number one, lunch with a friend, not in the lounge. And if you really want bonus points, take it off site during a professional development day with a friend who's not from school. Number two, take outside. Take your laptop outside during your conference period and work. Number three, have a stretch break 
not a phone break between classes. See if it's more rejuvenating. Number four, look at or create a happy notes file and review it regularly. Number five, get brave and eat lunch with the kids in the cafeteria occasionally. Number six, she'll be glad you did, call your mom. And number seven, take a sensory break. Here's today's verse of the day in the New Living Translation. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Want more self-care for the music educator? Check out my book, Happier Music Teacher, 50 Days to Being a Happier Music Teacher at Home and at School, available on F-flat Books. On today's Mindset Minute, we're going to talk about the concept of American Legion Week. I learned about this from Greg McEwen's book, Effortless. He tells a story there, an example, about Joe Madden, who was a major league manager, who instituted American Legion Week with great results everywhere he went. So, what's American Legion Week? No idea how it got the name, but the idea is that when the baseball players were super tired in the dog days of August after a long stretch of games with no good breaks, instead of doubling down on the hard work and coming earlier and practicing harder and staying later, he flipped it and he did the opposite. So instead, during that week, he encouraged the players, just show up for the game. During the day, get some extra rest, take a nap, but all you're required to do with me this week is just show up for the game. I'm going to encourage you to play with this concept, especially in the month of May when you're so exhausted you're not sure you can make it through another school day. Think about instituting American Legion Week. Now, this isn't quiet quitting, whatever that is. This is just having a week where you're not doing any of the extras and you're literally going to work, doing your best, and coming home at the end of the day. No before-school rehearsals, no after-school auditions, no staying just a few minutes to tidy up. Instead, just be a factory worker that day, show up, teach your lessons, keep the kids safe, and come back home again. I think what you're going to find, instead of being lazy, it's actually the opposite. At a point when you are just exhausted and dragging your way through, I think American Legion Week is going to give you newfound energy and zest for your job, and that's important. It's not always the requirements in teaching that leave us exhausted, although sometimes it is. A lot of times it's those extras and those shoulds that we put on ourselves. So think about a week, if it doesn't work this school year, maybe next, where you can have an American Legion week and just focus on the essentials. I'd like to take a minute to thank everyone who took the time to rate and review the podcast for me last week. It means so much to a new podcast as it's launching. I'd like to share one of my favorites today. This is from Drew Christina. She gave it five stars. Thank you, Drew. An amazing resource for music teacher burnout. She is so helpful, and especially at the end of the year, it is so nice to have someone helping you help you. I love that there's a podcast that music teachers can finally feel heard and seen for all the stressors they face. I think all music teachers would benefit from this podcast. Thank you for listening to the Happier Music Teacher. Don't forget to leave a review and subscribe and tell a friend.